Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, what's going on? It's Bree with the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Happy Monday and thank you so much for pressing play on this episode. I hope that your week is off to a great start and that um raging rona is not you know getting you getting the best of you and you're able to um have positive moments throughout all that we're going through and experiencing right now so hopefully you have an amazing week okay um today i want to talk about something that i find intriguing yet scary at times and it's self love I want to talk about self-love. And hey, let me back up a second. Um, I don't know if I said this, but it's Brie. <laughs> and you're listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Okay, if this is your first time listening, I want to thank you so much for pressing play. Um, we talk about self-love and self-care and all that good stuff here on the show. And today, again, the topic is self-love. I don't know if I've ever really talked specifically about self-love on the show, like an actual uh, episode. I would have to actually go back and take a look through all the um, sessions that I've done, but I'm sure it that word has popped up time and time again, you know, since I've been doing this podcast and since I've had guests on, etc. because self-love is like a major part of of a healthy self-care practice and I know this because for the longest time I did not have any self-love like my self-love self-esteem self-worth all that was just like it's like shot okay it was like no bueno no good I was looking for it with the microscope like where you at sis where my self-love just wasn't happening could could not find it and this was like for a super long time like when I say a long time I mean a long like love you long time like longer than that (laughs) okay longer than that so um I'm not sure how long this episode's gonna go for I really just wanted to take a couple minutes to do a short podcast episode and share one tip that I do um and there I want to preface this by saying there are a plethora of things um, for self-esteem, self-love, self-worth. I think they're all connected, um, you know, and, and all that is leads to happiness and, and it's a part of your happiness and, and, and self-care and all that. But I really wanted to just share this one spe- specific, excuse me, technique that I personally do that you may find helpful. So you might be able to add this to your um, 
your self-care kit, your self-care toolbox, if you will. Um, But first, I wanted to give the definition of self-love. So according to, I think this is just dictionary.com, actually. uh, Self-love is the regard for one's own self... Take two. Can't even read right. What? (laughs) Regard for one's own well-being and happiness, chiefly considered as a desirable rather than narcissistic characterized... Okay, um... This definition, where did I pull this from? (laughs) But I don't even know if I copied the whole thing in my haste here, but it's regard for one's own well-being and happiness. I think that was actually a complete sentence. Chiefly considered as a desirable rather than narcissistic. Oh, okay. Take, take three, you guys. I swear I have not had any wine while I was recording this, but sometimes I read things and I'm like, huh, that didn't make sense. So take three, okay? Self-love is the regard for one's own well-being and happiness, chiefly considered as a desirable rather than narcissistic characteristic. So yeah, you get into the whole narcissistic kind of thing. We're not talking about that today. We've kind of talked about that too. Um, but yeah, it's just like the regard for yourself, like your your well-being and your happiness. It's all, it, all of it's connected. I, all of it is connected. Like I don't, I don't really know if you can have one without the other like can you really have happiness if you're not practicing self-care can you really have can you really say that you're you 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 are taking responsibility and ownership of your self-care um habits if you don't love yourself like I am not a therapist I'm not a psychologist I'm not a counselor I am just you know Brie you know going through this whole self-care journey with you as you listen in every week but I would say that they are all important and they're all, they've got to be all connected, right? So self-love is on that, that list. And I think that as I see it, since they're all connected, like self-love is like self having a good self-esteem and self-esteem is understanding your value and your self-worth and it just all plays together. So, um, but it's like, why is self-care like so elusive? Like, why is it so hard? You know? I talk to friends and e-friends and, 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 and sister friends and we just circle around this conversation, you know, in one way or another. And it isn't necessarily like they'll say, or I'll say, oh man, I'm not loving myself. Like the word, the word self-love doesn't necessarily frame the conversation, um, but it, it definitely is, is, I guess, implied rather than said. And it's just like, why as black women do we struggle so much with this? And I know that not every black woman, you know, has this concern. We're all unique. We all have different experiences. I I, I get that. But why is it so, so common? Like, why is this, you know, just that common thread that we all struggle with? And I know for me personally, like self-love was just like such a foreign concept to me. Um, not that any five-year-old was going around or 10-year-old was going around saying, man, my self-love today is just on a 20. I'm feeling it. Like I, I definitely am sure that I did not walk around saying that. But, you know, like I said, the whole self-esteem and self-worth, my, my shit was shot. Can I say shit on here? I think I can because this is my podcast. But my shit was shot like zero self-esteem feeling like the lowest of the low like 
self-love is having a regard like you care about your wellness you care about your well-being you care about yourself you regard yourself highly none of that was popping off um at least not consistently I just kind of had these highs and lows um but sometimes when I hit those lows in my young adulthood and, and childhood they were really low and hard to bounce back from and I wouldn't say it was depression but I just like just doing typical things I just could not do like for the longest time it was so hard for me to look at myself in the mirror and say damn you're you're beautiful you know I just had this super high expectation of what beauty was and I wasn't it you know I I I don't feel like I got a lot of um I don't want to say recognition, that's not the right word, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't feel like I received, um, many consistent messages that kind of poured into and to shape me into this well-rounded young woman. And so when I got into my really, I would say like my thirties and now my forties, my thirties is when I kind of was like, mm, I can't continue living life this way because life is not worth living. If you, this was me speaking, life is not worth living if I can't like love myself and I can't treat myself a certain kind of way. And I can't, you know, have a high self-esteem and, and, and set boundaries and be okay with who I am as a person and, and live intentionally. Right. But, um, I think, finally when I got into my 40s and man if I could just go back in time baby let me tell you man oh man oh man they always say what hindsight is 2020 that is not a lie that is facts that is truth because if I could just take these things I've learned you know in my 40s and go back to my 20s and my 30s and just do have a do-over but I guess we can all say that right because I'm sure there's lots of things that we'd love to change and and habits we built up over time that we wish we could go back and erase and talk to ourselves better, treat ourselves better, not accept anything less than what we deserve, right? So do-overs are obviously not possible. Um, but there's no better time than right now to to get intentional, you know, about your self-love and about just just treating yourself the way you deserve to be treated and taking care of your body, you know, the way it deserves to be treated and honoring this vessel that you're in, like, and whatever that looks like for you. And no, this is not to say, you know, you need to weigh a certain weight. You, you know, what is right for you. I can't tell you that, but you know, what is, what is right for you. Um, you know, personally, if you are, or if you are not living your quote unquote best life, uh, I didn't say your perfect life, but I think we all can get to a place where we're living our best life every single day. And it can only go up, 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 up and up, you know, as we continue to grow into these beautiful creatures, new creatures that we are becoming every single day, right? As we continue our self-care habits and practices. So best life for me, um, it could be completely different than best life for you. But I know for me, self-love looks like, um, self-love looks like, again, doing my self-care routine. We talked about that before. I don't need to rehash that. Um, it looks like, 
um, realizing that, hey, my health is kind of like, hmm, I need to really start taking better care of my health. Let me go, let me start taking walks, um, you know, three, four, five times a week. Let me start doing that, which I've started doing. You know what self-love for me looks like? Hmm, you know, maybe you need to stop. Um, <laughs> this is real talk. <laughs> this is real talk. Like, so something's going on and I don't exactly know what it is. I think I have allergies or how can I say this? So certain things that I eat, like I, I can't eat. Oh, may, actually, I'm just having this thought. Duh, maybe because I'm a little older now. That could possibly be too, because I remember when I was younger, I could just eat whatever. I don't think I can do that anymore, guys. And there are these things that I like. There's this these fruit snacks that I like, for example. And I literally just in the last week told myself, like, I will never eat these again. Because when I eat this this item, and there's other stuff on the list too, probably within like half an hour, I feel so sick. It is crazy. So I think that my body is just like, no, girl, stop. Stop it, you know? So I, ha- I have to learn to not only listen to those cues that I continuously get, but self-love is taking a step further and not just listening, but taking action and committing to my better health, whatever that looks like for me. So for you, again, self-love may mean, you know, doing certain things a certain way at your job or leaving your job or getting that job that you want or expressing your creativity in such a way or... um you know, like I said, setting boundaries or decluttering your mind, picking up more personal development books. Um, self-care, self-love, excuse me, is an expression that you can do in a variety of ways. And it really just boils down to really where you are and what's important to you. Okay. But what it does is it just adds and enhances, you know, how you feel about yourself. It doesn't take away. It doesn't pull you down. It's not this negative thing. It's a positive thing. And it's beautiful when you can sit there with yourself and just love yourself. How many of us can do that? Like just be, just be real with who we are, what we are, and just be okay with that. We're not striving for perfection. We just want to be able to look at ourselves and just be like, wow, I'm just amazing. I'm beautiful. I'm smart. You know, I, I, I got this, like, I'm good. I love myself. I don't, you know, and and the opposite of, of, um, of self love is like self loathing, right? Self loathing. And that's like, you just hate yourself. You just hate everything about yourself. You just, you hate, you just, everything you just everything nothing is right with you and I think that a lot of that has to do with like our inner critics and we've talked about this before but where did that inner critic come from it didn't come from you right it didn't come you didn't just wake up one day and just say hey I'm gonna just talk crap to myself and make myself feel like crap and here we go these things are learned just like we learn love we learn hate our environments shape who we are our, 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 our families, our classrooms, like our experiences, all of that adds up and it shapes how we feel about ourselves or how we choose to feel about ourselves. Because remember that what they say, like how you feel, that's not always 100%. It's not facts, right? 
but all these experiences that we've had and, 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 and things that have been poured into us or poured thrust upon us, you know, they have helped to shape our values and our choices and the things that we think and the things that we say. And so when you put it all together, girl, it's just like, it's either, you know, self-love or it's like self-loathing. And that loathing part, it's terrible. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just terrible. I, I, I just never thought that I was good enough. And I still struggle with that today. Like if this is your first time listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, you might be thinking, oh, Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, this black woman has it all together. No, she does not. No, I do not. I do not. I can never, I will not sit here and pretend that I just have all my shit together and that I am just this whatever self-care guru that always does everything right and my life is beautiful and perfect all the time and sunshines and, and kitty cats and and all that stuff nah nah absolutely not no <laughs> if I can say that again no um much of my life I spent thinking that everything was wrong about about me and nothing about me was really good like I I didn't see the value in myself you know, and I think that's why I do have those perfectionist tendencies because I wanted to, and, it, and, and, and I wouldn't even want to be perfect with everything, but it was just certain things I would be a stickler for. And that perfectionism, perfectionism turns into like being judgy, judgmental, like all this stuff is just so connected. And I don't want to go on and on and on because <laughs> this episode could be much longer than it needs to be. And y'all know I love to talk, right? But um, yeah, it was just like everything. I could find nothing of value about myself. And I was, honestly, when I was a kid, I'm not even kidding. I was like a really cute kid. (laughs) I was a really cute kid. But I just, and I was smart, y'all. I was smart. Like what they say in that movie, I, I is smart. I is important. I forget what she said, but I was like, I was like smart. I could read a book so fast. I think I was reading by maybe like the age of four, definitely not a super genius, but I was like reading books and, um, I don't know. I had so many things to be thankful for and to, and, and, and reasons to love myself. But I, it's like, you can't, when you're in that mode, you can't see it for what it is. And so when people give you compliments, you're just like, oh, really? Me? Are you sure, girl? Do you know me? Have we met? Like, are you sure you're giving me? I, nah, not me, right? You're talking about the person behind me, right? It's like you can't even accept, you know, a kind word and, 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 and just be able to take it in because you're just not used to it. You know, you reject. You reject it all. And you're just in this headspace, this weird headspace, and you're looking at people as they're living their lives and you're thinking that they have it all together and perfect when they don't, which is fine, but that's not how you see it. You know, you just see the things that you quote unquote lack and in your mind, especially as a kid, everything's like overblown, right? Everything is overblown. So something small could be like really huge in your mind. And so it becomes everyone has it so much better than me and they don't. But it's when you're in that forest, it's hard or, you know, you're in there. It's hard to see, see it. It's hard to see it. And especially if you, if you're not used to hearing words of affirmation, like you reject, you want to reject. Your mind is like, nah, 
no, nah, this is some, some, some bull. This is some nonsense. This ain't me. That inner critic, girl, it just goes crazy. Your inner critic right now might be listening to this, to you or to, to me talking. <laughs> Your inner critic might be like, mm, you know, that's false, right? She don't know what she's talking about. Girl, you good. But you know deep down inside how you feel about yourself and you know what changes you want to make in your life. But sometimes we are afraid to do so, you know, there goes that critic or that judger again. We're, we're afraid to do so. And you feel stuck like you just can't can't get into a good self-love kind of groove because you feel stuck. You don't you don't really know. You're not used to it. You don't know where to start. You know, does that make sense? So what I wanted to share now that I'm finally getting to my point <laughs> is that, um, again, self-love is personal. For me, I know that hearing words of affirmation being said over me, like, like when I'm able to receive it, it just, there's something about someone saying something in, in that, in an honest moment that is just so pure and you just feel like love. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like someone will just be like, um, Hey, Brandy, you know, girl, you are just so smart and I am just so encouraged by the things that you do and honestly I just girl you are just so dope please don't stop doing what you're doing like imagine if someone was saying those kind of things to you like every day how that would change your life right it would be amazing right now imagine if you were saying those words to yourself wouldn't that just magnify it by like a hundred percent? Absolutely. Because the words that we speak over ourselves, like they are life. They are life. And sometimes you just need to hear your own voice saying those things. Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black girl peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, 
no alcohol plus no added sugar so i've tried all the flavors and i really really like strawberry rose it's like um a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because again for real navigating this cali traffic is insane now recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go but it's also good for chilling at home too it's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand so next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol without the hangover give recess mood a shot it's been a fantastic addition to my routine you deserve a healthier way to unwind Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle, I smooth in a little of the Waze Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz-free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code SELFCARE for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code SELFCARE. But you may be thinking, so, I, I, you know, I don't know what to say. What Say what things to myself? So here's the thing. Here's the exercise. Here's what I want you to try, okay? May sound a little crazy, um, and if that's, you know, if it, it's not your thing, trust me, I get it. It's not your thing. Self-care is not like a one size fits all kind of t-shirt, right? You know, it's, it's a, it's a variety of things. It's a plethora of things. So sometimes you just got to find, find your own jam and just work it. Um, but something that I do, um, that really pours that feeling of just like, loving myself like to my core um th this is what i do okay so first of all you got to have a journal <laughs> everything goes back to the journal right this is not your first time listening to the show you knew i was gonna say get your journal out right you knew i was gonna say that i know you did um but you got to get a journal and a pen and you gotta write down those 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 so we've talked about your inner critic right so my inner critic for example um she says things like oh, i should have written them down or have my journal in front of me which i don't of course but my negative critic says things like um you ain't gonna never be anything you ain't gonna never nobody cares about the things that you say you are never gonna be successful you are always gonna be broke you are ugly Nobody wants you. You are not smart. You sound stupid. Like my inner critic is a bitch. Okay. Seriously, like straight up. She's a bitch. So what I want you to do, because your inner critic is probably a bitch too, right? I want you to get your journal or you know what? A piece of paper. Because maybe you don't even want this in your journal. Maybe you just want it on a piece of paper. However you want to do it. Get a pen, get a piece of paper 
and keep it with you, you know, for as long as you can. Maybe you do this for a day. Maybe you do it for a week. It's really up to you. But I just want you to start writing down some of the things that you are saying to yourself. Some of the, some of the, some of the limiting beliefs that you're, you're, you keep saying to yourself, some of the nasty things you keep saying to yourself, um, your hair is too nappy, your skin's too dark, your, um, your nose is too big, um, your skin is too light. You don't even look black, girl. Why are you acting like you black? You don't even look black. Um, just different things like that, right? I want you to write all that down. And once you've got a good little list going, let's say you get, let's just say 10 things, okay? Once you have 10 things on your list, and you might fill up that sheet rather quickly, <laughs> but once you get your 10, okay? Five, let's say five to 10 things. Once you get your little list, I want you to, to take some time. So even if you have to put this on your calendar, Okay, or you you schedule some time for self-care, even if it's 10 minutes. And if you are able to do this a few times a week, even better. But I want you to take that paper, take 10 minutes, find somewhere quiet where you can sit alone. Okay, because you need some quiet time. Sometimes you just need to slow, slow it down, slow your mind down, be still. Things, beautiful things happen in the still moments, okay? Um, so now you're comfortably in your silent space <laughs> and, you're, and you're ready for stillness. You have your list and your pen. I want you to flip that paper over and for every single negative thing that you've said to yourself during that period, I want you to put your thing down, flip it and reverse it. I want you to reverse every single negative thing you said because you're going to create a personal affirmation. Okay? Because those things that you're telling yourself, they're not true. But you don't realize it or it's not it's it's it, it's it's weakened because there's so much garbage coming out of your mouth or so much garbage floating around in your head and you're thinking these are your valid thoughts when they're not. So you need to figure out a way to flip it, to combat it. You've got to have something to come against these words. You got to fight this, right? This is like super important. And so again, what I do in my silent space is I flip those negative thoughts into an positive affirmations and then I sit with them and I put my hand over my heart or my hands like just kind of like feeling my heartbeat one hand on top of the other I close my eyes and then I just allow myself to say and feel these beautiful words of affirmation that I've written come out of my mouth and it's like I'm talking to my to my younger self the self that was hurt, the self that was damaged, the self that was abused, the self that was traumatized, the self that was taken advantage of, the self that failed, the self that made mistakes, the self that did the wrong thing, the self that was broke, the self that was scared. Like that that little girl or that young lady or even the, the woman I was a month ago, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking to her. 
and I'm sitting there in that space with my eyes closed and I'm just feeling so much love when I say those words and I just feel them in my heart. And sometimes you're going to do this girl and it's going to be so emotional and that's okay. That's okay. I think one of the times I did this, I legit cried because I had said some mean stuff to myself. And when I went in, I made those negatives into positive affirmations and I just spoke them out loud to myself. And I just, I, when you say things to yourself, I don't know if you really understand how important positive speaking positivity over your life is. We get so many messages, guys, every day. So many things, our brain, so many, so many nuances, so many, so many things that our brains pick up. We don't even notice because we're on autopilot most of the time. We don't, we're not taking time for stillness. Um, but it's in those moments that you do and you say those affirmations to yourself, not affirmations that you find on the internet. I'm talking about and those are good too. Don't get me wrong, please. Those are wonderful. But I'm talking about you specifically flipping your personal negative, those thoughts and making them positive, making them empowering, making them strong, making them gentle, making them compassionate, making them full of grace and 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 esteem and worth and love and value and 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 all those amazing things that you are and you sit with that. Don't rush it. Don't rush the process. Sit with it. And you do this continuously promise you things are going to change. They are. And again, if this is not your jam, I completely understand. I like in my private, um, um, Patreon group. Um, I tell them like, just try it one time and and they'll be like, nah, Brie, I wasn't feeling that. Like there's this one exercise that I had them do. Most of them were feeling it, but one person, she wasn't. And that was completely fine, but she tried it. You know what I'm saying? So you may try this and you're like, nah, sis, this ain't it. This is not how my self-love, you know, this is not how I get down. And I, hey, I respect it. I get it. Okay. But if you can commit to trying and taking action in that way, I think you may notice like some really awesome life-changing results. Because I think it really does, how we speak to ourselves is a big part of it. You know, that, that confirmation of who we are. A lot of times it, it, it it's those thoughts that we have and we've got to get them out. And a lot of stuff that we're getting out is not positive. It's trash. It hurts. We, we cut ourselves down. We say some of the worst stuff to ourselves. It's, it's sad. It's just sad. And I know it's because we just had so many odds against us. And we have to fight that. We have to counter it. Black women get so many negative messages, guys. It's just, even as a young child, you can, you're, you, even as a young kid, a lot of us in classrooms, we were too, quote unquote, too much, too much, you know, or we weren't smart enough. We, 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 we are constantly being thrown these stereotypes and, and all these negative, nasty, malicious 
gross things about ourselves, about our bodies, gross, how we're women, you know, women already. And we're what, seven years old, eight years old, nine years old. And I don't even want to get into it right now because I've already made this episode pretty long. Um, but yeah, just, just as black women, we, we, we got to make sure that we are nurturing ourselves and loving ourselves the best way that we possibly can, the best ways that we can learn to do so, you know, and this exercise may help you in that. So I would really love it if you just gave it a shot, see how that feels for you, sit with it a few times and just see, you know, how you feel after that. I know that when I do it, I just love, I just feel so loved. Like I, I, I it, it, it kind of, is like you get that feeling that, that feeling, um, like how you, how you wish you were talked to like in certain situations. Um, and this exercise might be a trigger. I want to make sure I mention that too. Okay. So make sure that you are aware that this may be a trigger for you. Um, some things, some memories may come up, some things may come up as you're really taking time to listen to those negative, that negative inner self-critic. But I think if we can make a tool to kind of flip that narrative, flip that story and change the game up and speak life over ourselves and, and just feel it at our core. Um, it can be a life changing exercise and, and no, this doesn't mean that there isn't other things that you, you know, may not want to do for self care. There's a lot of, uh, of things you can do you know, to increase your happiness or, or your self love and self care and all that stuff. But I think this is really one tool of, of many, one tool of many. It's simple. It's free. Um, so I, I just hope that you give it a shot. Okay. All right. Well, I feel like that was a great release for me. I don't know why, but just talking about that was just very, um, I don't know. It just felt very therapeutic for me. And I think that that's one of the reasons why I enjoy doing the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, because it helps me to just identify um, just things that that just help me to work through some things, if that makes any sense. And this this episode about self-love is like near and dear to my heart. Like, I'm not even kidding. It is definitely like it's major for me. I'm always working on my self-love like I have to. I don't have a choice. I, I have to love myself. (laughs) like my life definitely like there's a book I forget the name of it but um my life definitely depends on self-love like absolutely there's no question so um I think it's called love yourself like your life depends on it and I might have mentioned that on a podcast before too if I'm not mistaken um okay but in any case I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode um hopefully you take some time you get some time and actually not that you get some time you take some time girl you take some time for yourself this week and and give this exercise a shot um or other self-care things that you do that you know for sure will pour into you instead of instead of deplete and drain you okay take care of yourself this week All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week with another episode. Take care.